Hi, and welcome to Fresh Media Presents Podcast. This is episode 17. As always, you're joined by myself, Christian, and my co-host next to me is Paris. Uh, we're the host of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in every week, every Sunday at 5 p.m. So today we're going to be talking about the topic basically on what happened with Tom Cruise and the incident with the crew member. It's kind of like bullying got on set. Um, so that's kind of what we're going to be talking about in the topic. So what's your verdict? What's your opinion on the uh, situation, Paris? Basically, I think, I'll tell you what I think. So the recording, if anyone has listened to it, it's a bit abrupt. He, the tone is very aggressive. And I feel like even if you've got something to say, you there's ways of saying it. The, his tone was just a bit mad to me. Um, so just a little bit of a backstory on it. Um, Tom Cruise, well, a member of Tom Cruise's crew basically broke a COVID rule or something like that. I'm not too sure what it was. The article didn't state it as far as I'm aware. It could have been something like not wearing a mask. But I also read that a few months ago, he also ran into like COVID issues as well with a member's crew. So maybe he's angry, but I do feel like no matter what the issue is, you don't shout at your crew like that. Because I know for a fact, I would never talk to my crew like that. You know, when I'm on set, you know, I treat everyone with respect, you know, no matter what it is, we talk to each other like we're all equal. Um, what do you think, Christian? Yeah, I agree. I mean, to be honest with you, it can only stem, it can only like create more fuel to the fire. And if you shout at someone, um, how you expect them to respect you? You know, you're not going to gain respect from someone if you're shouting at them and saying, fuck you, this, oh, why the fuck are you breaking the rules? And like, because at the end of the day, we all make mistakes. And that's the situation at the end. So if you if you if you are shouting at someone, you know that that can only go one way. It's either you know they they shout you back, they punch you in the face, or mm. they leave, or 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 you know it's, it's never good to do that. And remember, you're gonna have to work with this person. And this is the same person you're gonna see day in day out when you're coming on set, and just knowing that you got a vendetta against that person because they shout at you. Some people they're mental. Some people hold grudges in. So every time they come into on film set, they're just going to look at that person thinking this dickhead, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's not a nice feeling. Trust me, we've all been there when you come into work and you're thinking, fuck this manager, fuck this person, or you're just coming vex. Like, we've all been there. Yeah, but I do feel like sometimes it's actually a power thing as well. Like obviously, Tom Cruise is a famous actor and he's very well known. It is his production of Mission Impossible. So you know them ones, he feels like he's responsible for everyone being there, which maybe he is, but, you know... Again, there's just no way of speaking to people like that. And I just feel like, like I said, bringing it back to when we were on our set, you know, I've actually heard of, like, dickhead directors being on set, like, literally treating their crew like shit and talking to them. But they don't want to say nothing because they st- they want to be there. And I do, I definitely say, but obviously at the times we're living in, a lot of people are in no position right now to be turning away things in their head. But I've actually heard that five or six people have left the Mission Impossible production because of the way he talked to them. And that's obviously a price he has to pay, you know. But there are other people looking for jobs as well. So I'm pretty sure he's not going to find it hard to replace people. What do you think? Yeah, obviously, he's not going to find it hard to replace them. Obviously, like people But big up the people that left, though. It just shows... You know, it shows character. It, is sho- it shows character. It's not. It's not for everyone. Like, I, I, 
like I can't give that advice. Let's say, for example, if something happens, I can't just say to someone, "Yeah, leave your job," because I we've all been in situations where, you know, that's your bread and butter. You can't just walk up and leave your job until you find another job. So I won't never advise someone to just leave a job without finding something else, because obviously, you know, everyone's got bills to pay, rent to pay, and um, that's that's the story of the that's how it goes, unfortunately. Because and I feel like it's weird because it's like, especially during this current climate of what's going on, people know like. Obviously, right now jobs are not hard, uh, jobs are hard to come by. Mm. Obviously, right now the market is so fucking dry. There's nothing out there. It's like you apply for something, and ten thousand people applying for that one post, and um, you'll be lucky to get an interview. And if you do get an interview, fucking hell, man, you might not get it because the competition is like so much more because there's so much people applying for that one job. So it's definitely harder. So now employers they could be picky with it. Now they're looking at it from the point of view, like, listen, we've got so many people at disposal. Yeah, like, listen, you chat shit, shut the fuck, get the fuck out. We mm. get someone else in. That's how they see it. Because it's like, you know, you're, you're, you're dispensable. Like, it's like, you're no one. It's like, because it's like, they know how many people pr- apply for that role. So in their mind now, it's like, listen, if you fuck up, I know how you, we got 10,000 people waiting behind you, you know, you don't think you're special. If you start acting up, get the fuck out. Boom. And I get that. Obviously, you, you know, at the end of the day, you need to make sure you employ the best of the best. Um, but however that does not warrant for them to talk to you like shit you know what I'm saying like you know I feel like they're kind of using that as leverage against against the, against you and saying like you know what yeah because there's so much competition so much people are you know applying for this one role and then let's say you got the job don't don't you know what I'm saying they start kind of saying listen you best make sure you don't never fall out of line make sure you do everything correctly which is true which I get but everyone we're all humans we all make mistakes at the end of the day like the producers on that Tom Cruise set I'm sure they made an honest mistake. I don't think they deliberately made a mistake. I don't see. That's the thing. I don't know the full story behind we that. Don't know the full story. I don't know how. It, if could, the, be it, could, it could be a second time mistake. It could be like something that I don't know the full story. So whoever knows the full story, please let us know. The listeners, if you know what happened, detailed, like let us know. But in that situation, obviously, but the way he was speaking to me, it kind of sounded like they've done something like that before. Yeah. And this is not the first time they've done this. Hence, why he's going vet. Like that's why he's going flip mode squad. Because if it's like the first defense, you won't be that. Like you'll be mad, but you won't be that angry. I think he. You, you I think you, you he talk was to mainly, them. He was mainly angry because he just didn't want the production being shut down. Because I think obviously he kept getting shut down, is on again, etc. But again, there's no, that's nowhere to speak to people. But however, so it has happened before. Then it's some some incident has occurred before. Well, I'm, I saw, well, I read an article. I don't know how true it is, but a few months ago, there were some issues. Again, there wasn't much details or nothing like that. But still, like my point is, don't talk like if you've listened to the recording it's like he shouted he was shouting sorry and then he stopped you think he's done and then he starts shouting again Mm. and he starts swearing and all this stuff i'm sorry but in general on a normal that that stuff just does not run it shouldn't run okay so let let me put into perspective because obviously it's always good to look at the other side of the coin let's say you obviously us now Fresh, fresh media production us now so we've got our thing a production company obviously we built it to the point where it's like it's, it's levels where it's like it's doing bits mm. and then we got workers we got a crew member that's that done what either you know the guy done in the tom uh, tom cruise's set he kind of fucks it up to the point where we can actually get shut down our production company can get shut down because of his negligence whatever that it was yeah how would you yourself approach the situation? How you would you speak would to that do? person? Okay, I wouldn't even shout. I wouldn't even shout because it looked like it sounded like he was shouting at the whole crew, like the whole crew was responsible for that one person's mistake or whatever it was. For me, if someone on my set 
broke rules. Like, I don't know, it could just be a case of coughing or like... Like COVID, like not wearing yeah, a face covering. Yeah, basically not wearing like, like a face mask. Mm. For me, I would take that person to the side. I wouldn't shout at them. I'd tell them once, put your mask on or you need to follow Otherwise, we, We're grateful that we're still filming. If they do it again, I'll take them aside and say, go home. You're not on the set no more. I wouldn't shout and note, like, do you get it? And if anyone asks, oh, where's he gone or where's she gone? I'd be like, oh, I've had to remove her from the set because she's not following um, guidelines and it could get our production shut down. Mm. That's how you deal with it. You don't shout and scream, yeah? And if I'm an independent filmmaker, if we're independent filmmakers and we're thinking like that, like, Tom Cruise is in a position where he's got a lot of money, like... I just don't understand why he couldn't just take that one person or two people or how many it was and take them to the side and and chat to them like a reasonable person. Even if he did give them a warning before, I would never scream at anyone. Because mm. I, I approach every situation, I generally talk to people or approach people how I would like them to approach me. Mm. If I get like one bit of bad energy, yeah, I don't like it. So Tom Cruise is giving off that bad energy and he's expecting as well, he's expecting people, I, I read something else that said that he was shocked to see the five people walk out. Why is he expecting to stay and be shouted at like that? I bet them five people did nothing wrong and he was shouting at them all as a collective. I think that's wrong. Mm. You you need to target the person that has been whatever. Do you get it? Like, I'm a big believer of just talking to people how you want to be treated. And obviously, I feel like in this position, Tom Cruise definitely abuses power aggressively with his tone. No one can talk to me like that. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, honest. No one can talk to me like that. And I wouldn't talk to anyone like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know. I know. I know what you mean. It's, it's a bit much. It's like when you when you think about the way he was speaking to those people there, it's like you're like, right, like. It's not thinking my dad hasn't spoken to me like that. Exactly. You know people close to you or your loved ones or your parents, your mum and dad would never chat to you. Or even like people close to you would never chat to you like that. So you don't chat to them like that. I know. But do you know what? Another thing I would like to say as well is Tom Cruise hasn't even apologised or he hasn't even explained why he's done it. He's just like, he's just letting it roll out. And I'm just thinking he should address it. Mm. And I don't think he expected... I reckon the person who recorded so, it... Real quick, yeah. If Tom Cruise had spoke to you like that, yeah, <laughs> what would you have said or done? Honestly? Yeah. I would literally walk away from the situation because I'm not trying to get myself involved in that. I don't care how big you are. Do you know what I mean? Especially if I'm approaching you in a nice, respectful way, don't come with me with all this bad energy for no reason. Well, and, and obviously there was a reason, but I'm saying in general. Mm. Or maybe there's more to this situation. We don't know. I think it is weird. Like, I think personally, whoever wrote, recorded it, yeah, is a fucking G as well. But I think the person recording it, they must have, it must have happened before. That's what I'm saying. And to the point where it's like, no, nah, I'm going to record this now. Let, like, let, let me create evidence of how this person treats us. Like, you know, that whole, that how that. And I reckon as well, the person who recorded it, they didn't do anything. I think they were just part of the collective that got shouted at 1 million mm. percent. And they wanted to show maybe this is what it's like working under Tom Cruise. <laughs> It's weird because when you hear the recording, it's, he sounds mental because no, not one single fucking person said, sorry. Don't, don't talk to me like that. Or, <laughs> no, yes, 
yes, don't talk to me like that. Or sorry, or sorry, Mr. Tom Cruise, it will never happen again. No one said nothing. Like, it was very quiet. Like, it was so quiet to the point, like, he shouted at him. He sounded mental, like, he was just shouting himself. Like, it sounded like he was just shouting to himself. Because no one, not one little voice in the background said, oh, Tom, like, sorry. Or maybe nothing, nothing. it could be a thing. What? One of them signaled. They told each other, we're going to record it. And be don't quiet, say nothing. Be, say quiet, nothing. be quiet. Yeah, be, be quiet. quiet. Because so if you say sorry, you're already implicating yourself, innit? Yeah, it? or not even that. If you even talk, like, you're, you'll know who... Do you get it? Other people might know who you are. Like They might recognise your voice. Oh, my gosh, it's you, etc. Maybe, okay. Maybe he told... Maybe whoever recorded it was like, keep silent, let's just keep it moving, let's just record it, and then we'll release it to the press. Um... Mm. But the thing, that's the thing, he just, like, he's just probably so Did he receive, like, backlash? backlash that. Do you know what? From what I've seen online, I think it's 50-50. Um, some people are saying good on them. Like, loads of people, even I was on Instagram the other day and I asked people, what do you think? Like, what are your thoughts? Like, people are like, yeah, good. Like, they're jeopardising a production that's costing millions. Um, mm. They're breaking COVID rules, etc. And I, I get that side of things. Mm. And... They're saying, if you have to talk to someone, actually said to me, if you have to talk to someone like that, then you should talk to them. I'm like, no, you don't, you don't talk to anyone like that. My, my thing Period. is, it, my thing is that when you speak to someone like that, yeah, and when you shout and effing and swearing, cool. However, there is consequences to certain actions and not everyone's normal. Remember, not everyone has the same mental capacity as you. So let's say if you won't do something, you won't do something, you might run into the next Joe and he might just go flip. And he will just fuck you up there and then. And it's like, then what? It's like, you have to be careful because you don't know who, what's like, not, like what's people thinking. So it's like, I don't like to overstep because you never know. Not everyone's going to be normal in, in the situation. Some people will flip out. They don't no, see work. Also, they don't see as work. They will just fucking do some damage to you. It's not even just that. I feel like, for example, from this recording, you never know. Mo- you, you might get now a handful of people saying, I don't want to work with Tom Cruise anymore. Oh, no, 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 You don't think? No, 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 no. That's Tom Cruise, my You guy. never know. That's Tom Cruise, my guy. <laughs> no, okay, no, no, no. like in our case, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? If Tom Cruise told me to work with him right now, I say, yes, Tom. Nah. I say, yes, mister. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Tom Cruise, yes, 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 yes. No, do you know what? <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. No, but in our case, like, you know what I mean? I feel like if you're starting up, reputation is key. Mm, mm. You don't want anyone talking about fresh meat. No, remember, he, he really built... Remember, this is on cruise, Mission Impossible. He really built his thing. That's a million dollars. So he won't find any... It won't be hard. People will still want to work with him. Um, people won't want to avoid him. They'll still be like, yes. People might even want to be shouted out. They might like that shit. They might like, yes, Mr. But do you know cruise. what it is? I saw online... Like, yeah, he shouted at me. I, saw, I also saw online, like... Um, there's an American actor. Um, not famous yet. They're still in training at the minute. Um, I basically saw online that they said basically that they're trained. So if you're a director, for example, or you're trained to be a dickhead, that's what basically but, towards people. But to they're, be honest, they're, they're basically trained. This is what one person has said that they have learned in their drama school training, yeah. like their film school training, basically. They're trained to treat people. You have to be firm. You have to be like, let people know you are the boss of boss, the set yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I just think... I think I've heard that before as well. And also, if you think of it, the way the runners get treated, like there's like there's, there's levels to the shit. Like it's like a little cool pyramid scheme. Like, it's like a hierarchy. So like you see the thing from the bottom down, you see how they get treated from the runners and all that stuff. And you know, and you see the way it's like, in order for you to even get into that film crew set industry it's like you have to know someone or someone has to refer you or you have to be really lucky it's not easy it's not something that you can just easily get into like that mm. it's like it's 
it's hard. It's hard to get into. So when you, you when you are in it, for you to build yourself up to the top is hard as well. Like and also it's like they try to keep you down. It's it's weird. It's it's weird how they do it. It's like it's like the career in in the film industry is like I don't know. If you don't find your own path, you've got to struggle to build work your way up. If you don't take the initiative mm. to kind of like create your own lane, you know, do your own thing or create your own lane, you, you're gonna. I think you. Will, it's safe to say you will struggle to kind of build yourself up to that. Because it's hard. Because yeah. even I've like years ago when I left uni, I did like a few work experience bits and pieces on set, like a professional set. Yeah. And someone said they were a runner for three years. They've been a runner for three and a half years, yeah. and they they haven't. They want to be a producer. Myth. or direct i can't remember which one it was and they Myth, I, they saying like but the thing is with them what i like they have faith they said it's gonna come it's gonna come but then you know there's some people that's been runners for 10 years and nothing and that's it they've just been runners for some 10 people 20 just enjoy years enjoy that though personally no, you no, need to no, build no, i feel like no, you no. need to obviously it's good to be a runner to begin with just so you know how a film set but works. that's the problem i think what you just said is the issue is that exact same issue that they that everyone goes through when you're starting out in this industry, you always feel like I need to be a runner in order to get into the, my foot on the yeah, door in order to build. But then the, what they don't tell you is that the fucking building process is, is non-existent. It's long. You got they will, you'll be a runner and they'll fucking keep you there until God knows when. Like it's like it's yeah, but a that's fucked what you're taught system. in film school though. And that's Even the when, fucked up thing. Remember it's we fucked. when we studied film it's at fucked. uni we studied film at uni and Lies. they did not once tell you about creating your own business or creating your own production company. Or they might have gone into it, they they might have said how it's run or something like that but they don't actually encourage you to do it they encourage you to apply for all these big companies and basically work under someone and i'm not gonna lie i was a victim of it yeah as a we production tried. assistant or something like do you that know what i mean I tried applied yeah many many times i was fortunate to do a few little things but it's not like you really are the bottom of the barrel you need to work your way up. But that's the thing, you know... Even though you're not treated like it, I wasn't treated like it, but you, you know your power and set or... No, was you, you know like an role. apprentice though? Or it like was, a trainee? Yeah, basically a trainee. But my thing is, it's like, I don't mind doing, obviously, my role. However, it's like, I don't know where it is. I just felt like... Or was it a I runner? Did, was it a runner? Uh, but yeah, it was a runner. Mm. It was a production assistant. Production assistant. But my, no, but my thing is, is like, if I'd stayed there, I don't think I would have prog progressed. I would have been like that, because what would have happened is my skills would have progressed, my skills would have expanded. But I would. Okay, not. you say skills. What skills though? What huh? skills? Because I tell you that now, if 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 you're on a you professional film set, yeah. Don't come next to the camera, man. <laughs> the director will just tell you to get, move away from me. Like you, no, you, you can't. You can see no, no, it, no. but you will never get involved. Like you can see everything, but you will never touch it. You will never actually do anything. Like you're just you're only there to do your duties. Like try cross, and uh, you know try cross no, no, duties you know and try Luckily, try be a gaffer no. or something, and then see what happens. No, do you know what it is? The funny thing is the mm -hmm. lighting team, like the, the even the producers, the producing, yeah. like the producing, all the producers. Um, they were really nice to me. That was nice, but what I'm saying to you is that if okay, for example, it's good in However, terms of experience. So to, to to know how it all works and how it all runs on a professional film set. But I'm saying for your own experience is good. But in terms of building your skill set, would you say it's good? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, no. Because you're not really getting hands on. Like you're no. you're not really you're just doing your role. You will never actually cross roles. You will never actually. They will never say, "Are oh, you here?" It's not like an independent filmmaker where you say, "Oh, here, do you want to have a go at camera?" Or for example, like that. Or here, have a go at this. No, 
they're not touching them at camera. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. Yeah, but I knew I had to get out of there anyway. Mm-hmm. And I knew after leaving that set, I knew I didn't want to be a runner. I didn't want to do anything yeah. like that. And that's when I knew I had to create my own thing. Well, I would say actually another thing is that I think it will. it is good in the sense of if you're, a, let, let's say you're a production assistant or a runner or something, you're starting there and then you're watching everything around you and then you're taking what you're seeing to try to create your own lane, like become an independent filmmaker. So you're seeing, oh, is that how it's done? Is that how it's done? Then you can try, take that, you know what I'm saying? Take all the information that you've learned or everything that you've seen on an actual professional set and then try to take that and run with it and try, it's going to be expensive though. <laughs> you probably won't be able to afford it, some of the equipments and all the other stuff. Yeah. It'll be expensive, but <laughs> you'll need funding, but at least you would know, innit? Mm. So if you do want to apply it to your own films or your, onto your own shit, then yeah, you have an idea. But then yeah. you can always YouTube stuff like that as well. Yeah, I know. So you no, but you know, it is. It's just for me. I just felt like, you know, I can't remember. We went to back in uni. You went to some Sky set. Do you not remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin. And then remember, someone told us they're basically in charge of the auto queue, and they accidentally got it wrong or something like that. It was, was a it, bit slow. Was than it usual. Uh, fantasy football? Yeah, I think so. And like um, basically, we got invited down there just to see how like the production was running. And when we went there. Like one of the people that's in auto queue told us, like I think he did it too slow, mm. or I can't remember it. Basically, it wasn't matching what the presenter was meant to be saying. Basically, and he got shouted at and scolded. That's what he was saying, and it's just like I get you got to start somewhere. I However, feel, I feel like your mistakes are proper highlighted in, in the in the industry. If you make a mistake, that shit is like you can't hide from it. <laughs> you got to start somewhere though. That's the thing, and that's why, you know. Christian and I, we both got our production company. If we're making mistakes, at least we're making mistakes with with each other. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With e- within the company, and then that way we can. Mistakes cost money as well. Like yeah. when you make a mistake, it does, it does cost money. It's like, but imagine that on a low budget scale. So imagine that on a bigger budget scale, on millions and millions, then you can see. Now you can see why Tom Cruise would be vexed as well, because this is millions we're talking about. This is big no, money definitely. as well. So I can see I that. Like I can get it. But I still believe that there's ways to still talk to people. Like, Definitely. you can still get your point across without the effing and swearing and shit like that. You can still get your point across. Mm. That's my I that's think, my you know opinion. Is, that's I my think opinion. if I had a recording and it was a completely different tone, I wouldn't have, you know, mm. felt no way about it too much. But because it was literally him screaming and everyone was silent, it's like he had everyone under his spell. Like, everyone was just not saying nothing. Like, D Tom Cruise. Like nobody was saying a word it's like yeah i'm fixated in what he's saying yeah and the thing you know what makes it worse i'm not i'm not this is thing what i'm about to say but tom cruise ain't even hard like like he don't even look strong like he looks like i don't know he's not even look like a, a, a guy that you can feel intimidated by so when when he's all shouting and swearing and stuff like that you're looking at him thinking oh, come on, sit down tom cruise man you're not, you're not that type of guy you don't look intimidating one bit that's what makes it even annoying it's like you're not you're just acting like literally like, you're not that guy. Like, yes, you got the power, you got the fame, you're Tom Cruise, but you're not that guy, man. You're not hard like that. So, like, the way he was all swearing. Obviously, I think with Tom Cruise, he is, you know, well, or he's just in the industry. To some, he's, he's a legend, but. No, no I, I, no, I give him that. He is good. I like Tom Cruise. In terms, of, in terms of, no, I like Tom Cruise, actually. He, he, no, I like him. I like his films. I do like him as an actor as well. So, no, but I'm talking about in terms of. He's not to me. Obviously, when you look at Tom Cruise, like yeah, you never know. That's the thing. He's just, he's famous, and so you don't know. He's you only see what he shows you. Maybe this is what he's really like behind closed doors. True, true. People only know what you show them. Do you get where I'm coming from? But yeah, guys, this is the end of the episode. True. Yeah, man. I mean, guys, let let us know what you think about the whole situation. 
know. about the whole situation with Tom Cruise and that. I mean, do you think it's right? Do you think it's wrong? Or are you guys 50-50 with it? I mean, I'm slightly... I, I think it's wrong the way he spoke. But however, I do agree what he's saying, but he, there's other ways to say things. Like, if he had just toned, in, toned down the swearing, then I'm all for it. But too much swearing and too much... that. Nah, that's the, that's the part I disagree with. But anyway, yeah, man, it was nice. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas to everyone. Yeah, happy New Year. And guys, don't worry. Tomorrow, the um, one-year anniversary episode is airing. So look out for that. Yep. No worries, man. I'm Christian. It's Paris. We out.